to an exclusive on PodHub Network. Your city, your podcast. To the delight of this crowd, McClendon marches down the dugout steps with first base. McClendon's throw. The runner breaks to the plate. Here's the throw. Wow. It's out. The buck goes win. You are listening to the North Shore 9 Podcast. Follow them on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Also, make sure to watch NS9 Live every Thursday on Twitch and help support by becoming a patron. Let's go, Bucks! Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to WNS9 Plus. I'm your host, Anthony DiNardo. With me, as always, we have Jim, we have Tyler, and we have a special guest I'm going to introduce here in a second. So before I do that, though, how are you two guys doing? Can't wait to wake up and clean my air fryer. Can we wait on that? Just, just, just wait on that. We are going to get. There. But other than the air fryers, how are you guys doing? I'm doing great. Air fryer adding extra seasoning to the food today. So, Bernardo, we have learned tonight that Jim is the most disgusting human I've ever met. Yes, and we're going to get to that because I think our, our guest needs to be in on this a little bit too. So we're going to hold off here. But um, but yeah, we we have a it's another show. There's no Ford on. There's no Dan Zamborski. You know, there, there's no Mike Persack. We we have another special guest for you guys though. I want to introduce everybody to our guest here, Cody Coleman. Cody, what's up? I nothing just chilling with you guys and listening about how Jim doesn't clean his uh his food accessories. Jim is the most disgusting person I've ever met. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's really not that disgusting. <laughs> you it's said you don't cool. clean it for months. Yeah, but I only use it at like one or two times per month. So that makes it worse. Yeah. No, no, it makes and, it worse. Can we just back up a second? Can we just make sure because I feel like the people are listening to us right now and like they're trying to wrap our heads like, wait a minute, what's really going on here? Because I think what they're talking about is this. Yes, what you are hearing, I'm talking right, right to the camera. What you are hearing is Jim Rosati has an air fryer. He does not clean it. He has never cleaned it. Doesn't use foil, nothing. As a matter of fact, what I'm going to do for you is there was a picture taken by Jim. That is it. That is his air fryer. You, you got to give me a little zoom there, a little zoom action. Yeah, zoom in on the good stuff. Now, let me correct you. Let, let me correct. Wait, wait, wait. I got to keep talking because if you keep talking, Jim, they don't see it. So I'm going to keep talking here so the camera's up and they can see this beautiful footage because that is Jim's air fryer, ladies and gentlemen. So I do need to correct you, though. Like, I, I have cleaned it before, it's just not something I clean often. Um, Jim, I highly I, doubt that you say you have cleaned it before the lie detector says <laughs> that is a lie. <laughs> I really don't care. The food tastes great when I put it in there and it's got a little extra seasoning on it from the time before. Not a goddamn cast iron skillet. <laughs> you don't add seasoning to an air fryer. It's obviously not that great. If you only use it twice a month. Well, that's just more because I don't 
cook foods that I put in the air fryer very often. I really only use it for you lunch. You cook raw I, chicken. I only use it for lunch. And typically, I'm not eating just raw chicken for lunch that I throw in the air fryer. Every once in a while, I will. But it's typically not my daily routine. Love the taste of raw chicken with whatever tater tots you're throwing in there. Not just raw chicken, but raw chicken from three weeks ago. Yeah. Now, I have another question about the air fryer. Do you throw like your whole meal in there at once and cook it all together? No, I literally just cut up raw chicken and throw it in there. For okay. Because I guess someone mentioned tater tots. And I was like, does he throw ta- his tater tots and his chicken in at the same time? to let them all kind of get to know each other before I've never them. put tater tots in the air fryer before. Well, you're I missing out. I tell you the yeah, last time. Yeah, you're just an idiot. I can't, <laughs> tell, I can't tell you the last time I had tater tots at my house. Why are you a child? I don't know. I don't, where do you even get tater tots? I guess you just get the frozen tater tots. grocery store? Yeah, I'm not yeah. going to do that. Why? Because I don't want tater tots all the time. Why? I got loaded tater tots at the movies the other day just because I could. Yeah. So, like at the movies, yeah. I would get tater tots, but I, I I'm not gonna make myself tater tots at home. Cody, I you just know can't what I get over it? the fact too that Jim now asked like, where do I get tater tots? Like he he had like the wherewithal like, where do I where do I even get those at? I mean, the guy who doesn't even clean his appliances is gonna act all bougie like, oh, I'm too good for tater tots. I'm too good for tater tots is what I'm saying. I haven't eaten tater. I, I literally can't remember the last time I had homemade tater tots. Well, we don't buy homemade tater tots. Yeah, I was gonna hit, who's ever had homemade tater tots? Okay. Like, tater tots that you would cook at home. Can't remember the last time. Or like can you buy like oh do you buy french fries? No. Hash browns? Weird. No. You know what they, I did? I'm not eating fried food at home typically. So I made the upgrade. I moved on to tater rounds. Mm. So much better. What makes them better? They're skinnier. The the crunch to softness factor. It's just there's there's something they're, they're different. Crunchier. Thank you, Leonardo. They're just a tad bit better. Wait, if they're skinnier, doesn't that just make them French fries? No, they're flat. Like, uh, so it's like a potato pancake. It's yeah. like a hash brown that but, you just smashed. It's like a, it's like a locky. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, I love a good locky. There you go. Especially with a little dollop of sour cream, a little dollop oh, of yeah. Daisy on there. <laughs> you know what I think we no, missed out? No one? free shouts. No free shout outs. Who the fuck is Cody? Yeah, we missed the whole part. Why oh, am I here? Yeah. Why the Who's hell am I here? Yeah. <laughs> Who's this? Oh, oh, we're gonna get that. He's our guest. I mean, I could make that that announcement sometime in any time I want to. Yeah, we kind of want to with Jim not knowing how to cook. Yeah, I I don't. I'll admit that. Well, clearly, <laughs> you don't need to admit it. All Twitter is going to tell you. <laughs> I will enjoy it. I'm, I'm fine with it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I guess as we've talked nothing but nonsense right now, nothing normal, nothing abnormal, I should say, uh, and you're forcing me to. So I guess I should make the announcement why Cody's on here, right? Because, I mean, 
no disrespect, Cody, but you don't really fall in a line to like the previous guests we've had on. Some are probably looking at this and saying, oh, well, I was waiting for Fort Part 2. Why is this guy on, the, on my screen? So I guess the reason we do have Cody on today is to make an actual announcement with the North Shore 9. Um, you know, as we brought on Tyler, as we brought on Jim before, because Ryan ditched us. Well, we, we have another announcement. We are bringing on Cody as an official member of North Shore 9. And if you're listening to this, it is Thursday. And his bio and everything should be on the site. Hey, I think I remember. Um, <laughs> Is my bio on the site yet? No, you've yet to give it to me, and it's been two years. But if you see your bio, it says Tyler Sweeney. Um, I think it puts something like, "This is where his bio is going to go." But knowing Tyler, he'll never send me one, and that holds true today. <laughs> yep, good stuff. So, welcome I'll get to everyone that one these days. Cody, part of North Shore 9, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, and then we'll also talk about why you're on here. So yeah, I'm just like these guys from Western PA, grew up loving sports. I mean, you'll get all that in the bio, because I really, I really, in the bio, I I read Donardo's and I read Jim's, and I was like, I guess I got to tell people why I'm a fan. So you'll get that if you go to the site, you'll understand Grew up loving this guy, Jason Kendall. Grew up loving Brian Giles. Um, but yeah, th- those were my guys growing up. That's how. That's why I got roped into this whole thing of being a sad Pirates fan. Um, and yeah, I'm just I'm a kid from Beaver County who wishes he grew up on the North Shore. That's that's about it. And I use my money irresponsibly, which we'll get into. Don't we all though? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, look at look at what's behind me. I could have saved all that freaking money. Now it's just going to sit on a shelf. Jason Kendall memorabilia, though, that's just that 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 I got for free at a game, it. and I framed it because it reminds me of my childhood. So right. everything else, though, paid ridiculous prices for. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm spending five hundred dollars next week on pictures of race cars, so. That aren't real. Yeah, we all kind of spend our money irresponsibly here. <laughs> what race cars did you buy? Uh, all of them. He's, There's he's 23 of them. <laughs> all of them? So I don't need your advice anymore, Tyler, to ask who's the best. I'm just buying all of them. He's going to buy all of them so that he can uh, cover all his bases. He's yeah. guaranteed to guaranteed win. win. Let's okay. See, I'm already better at any advice you guys can give me, as we'll get into here soon. If you just, if you just buy everything... Right, you make all the bets, then you're covered. <laughs> I'm just looking around right now, and I see a Marte jersey with a bunch of rap albums. I see "Get Rich and Die Trying" and Donardo's Wall. Congrats! I just see I'm a random impressed. like Pirates banner, Jason Kendall. I'm just gonna hang like my own banner behind me. It's just gonna be a photo of me. <laughs> just hang a banner, it, it, just a large picture of you coaching with your Lisbon hoodie on. No, I have an old high school like Lisbon High School. Oh yeah, perfect. Put it behind you. We need that. I mean, I got. If you can see, I got my. I got a standee of my dad back there from the eighties, late seventies, early eighties. That's one of my favorite things. Good hairline (laughs) is on point. Hairline not great now. That was ten years ago. Got to think about. You know what the trick is though, Tyler. If you didn't clean your hair, you know, if you just 
let it season itself all the time, it would have stayed. <laughs> yeah, you might be right on that one. That is true, though, technically. Like, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> isn't it like the more you wash your hair, it does like dry out and stuff? <laughs> you would know, Jim. <laughs> yeah. I think oh, that's a thing, of- though. Like, that's a thing. <laughs> I, I will say to get back to the baseball. <laughs> Jason Kendall might be my all-time favorite pirate. So I'm very excited to do a little bit of work with Cody. You know, Tyler, we're, we're a rare breed. We're a rare breed of Pittsburghers and lovers of Pittsburgh sports that respect Jason Kendall. I'll tell you that. Oh, I love it. I will tell you, I grew up in my grandma's backyard as a left-handed catcher playing two-on-two baseball just because I wanted to be Jason Kendall. Yep. I mean, Jason I'll Kendall, he, if he hadn't gotten hurt in 99, he had like a legit MVP. He was putting like, he was having like an MVP caliber year that year. It just sucks that I got introduced to the Pirates with Jason Kendall and then I had to suffer through Ryan Domit. Well, Ryan Domit wasn't hit. bad. Domit, he was high. He's okay. My not great. <laughs> my realization of bad pirates catchers was Ronnie Paulino. Yeah. Also Humberto Coda. There was quite a few. And until Benito, what was his name? Benito Santiago. Santiago. I can't. Yeah. Yeah, I think Santiago only played like ten games though. Yeah, yeah. we went through a bad phase of catchers. Yeah, there was there was a yeah. lot. And then slightly more recently, Rod Barajas. But Yamid oh, Had. But Rahas brought Had. Zoltan. <laughs> did bring the Zoltan. We can thank him for that. That's the only contribution he made to that team. And then brought the fort. Hell yeah. Kind of. Because we just ran out of dudes. Hey, that the was fort. the year that we had like nine. We didn't we have like eight catchers or something that year? Yeah. Yeah. Something yeah. Just stupid. Wyatt Teragas. Like we were calling up that wasn't like the dude from like Bradenton called up for a day just because like we literally didn't have anybody. Probably. Yeah, everybody just kept getting hurt. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but did the Fort debut as a pirate in the same game as Marte or the same series? I don't actually know. Because I know they both they both debuted in Houston. And I remember watching Marte's debut and freaking out that he hit a home run first pitch. Yeah, because I think Marte debuted in like June, and I don't think Fort came over until like. I should know because we talked about it when I interviewed him and Presley. But is is that like? Are you like saying that to add stuff? You're just trying to flex right now. No, I'm adding stuff. Hey, that, that podcast is dead. There's nothing to flex. Did Presley? That's why I'm I'm leeching off of you guys. Presley debuted against the Astros, <laughs> or am I crazy? Presley, he debuted at home though. Yeah, I'm just so Marte debuted July 26 in Houston. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was earlier than that. But no, he broke his stand that year. Yeah, no, because that was my freshman summer. I think freshman in high school. Good talk, guys. Dusty. Remember Dusty? Well, I'm, I'm waiting for Denardo. He looks like he was looking shit up. Because 
I'm pretty sure Marte debuted around the same time that the whole Drew uh, eh, maybe Drew Sutton thing was maybe, going. maybe I'm a couple years off too. That's a possibility. <laughs> no, June McHenry was 2012. Okay, no, it was 2011. No, it was 2011. Yeah. It was 2011. Yeah. And he uh, he debuted. Money. It was before. It was June 13th, 2011. So he debuted with the Mets and then went to the Houston series. I guess my first recollection of him was against Houston. Or that maybe that was his first major league hit. Uh, I don't know yes, who we're it talking was. about at this point. He went over three, over four, and then he went two for five. Yeah. Tyler, we got to tease part two next week. That's why we're talking about it. I don't know which player we're talking about. The fort. The fort, dude. Okay. Good Lord. All I remember, 2011, you can look at my Facebook and it's just a big old Fort McHenry after he hits a home run against the Cubs. Beautiful memory. It's a core memory. Which was on July 8th. It's a good one. That's a core memory right there. What did he nice. twenty two that year? Yeah, you already talked about this, Tyler. Yeah, we talked. You 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 talked about it. Come on, yeah. <laughs> you can't strike gold again. You can't make yourself look good again. Like it's it's done. We already know okay. you that you know. You do know. Yeah, we know you're good with numbers, but are you good with numbers? No. Well, that's not good news because I guess we can kind of get into it. We should break the next announcement, right? Why Cody's on here. Uh, as you can see, Cody actually does know a little bit about baseball, but he's not the biggest as the Pirates goes. But what Cody does do well, you might, you know, parents. I don't know about that. Of, but, I don't know about well. <laughs> but we are actually starting a whole new what show. Cody's as hobby. Well. Yes. Right. Yeah. So My we, have, we have North Shore 9. We talk about the Pirates, right? We have NS9 NFT. If you don't know, you probably do and hate it. But regardless, we have NS9 NFT for all the, the sports collectibles that Jim and I do, right? With NFT World. And we're starting our third one called NS9 Bets, which is going to be with Tyler and Cody coming to you every. You guys decide it's what day is it? I can't remember. Saturday. Thought so. Well, we're recording on Saturday, release time. TBA. I thought it was going to be Saturdays for the football season. And then Mondays for baseball. See, we're already in a little bit of a rattle. It's a great start, guys. So as you can see, this is why there's not an actual first show, but they're on here with us because there's still some things being worked out. But we also thought the timing of why not, you know, what better times to introduce, maybe talk about the Super Bowl coming up. Um, the first show, though, will be in about a month's time before March Madness kicks off. Yeah, it's February. I'm like, man, what's... I was like, I think it's in March already. So yes, in about a month's time, their first show will kick off. Um, for March Madness, we're going to start off with a little tournament, a bracket, everyone get into. Um, so that's going to be kind of cool, fun. But I guess what I'm going to do now is, is kind of let the floor to you, Tyler, Cody. You guys take it. You guys talk a little about the show coming up. Give us a taste. Yeah, so we're both idiots. Yeah, uh, there's going to be a lot of teasing across zero. Uh, <laughs> I had to bring it up. That? I love teasing across zero. I do not. It just makes it feel like it just makes it feel like a guaranteed bet. 
you you already want them to cover, right? But if you're teasing across zero, that just guarantees you that they're going to win. No, that's that's my logic. No. It's I'm so it confident. I'm so confident in them to win that I'm going to make them the underdog, where we know they're not. Cody, and it just it adds uh, it, it leaves less risk. No. It, yes, it's less no, risk because if they do lose, not, they lose by say they lose by three, and you tease them across zero to plus three and a half, you're no. gonna win. It's it's foolproof. <laughs> to the three people out there still listening, into the person that under, about- <laughs> into the one person that understands what it means to tease across no, zero, <laughs> because you are wasting so many points by teasing across zero. There are no games that tie other than Steelers and Lions this year. You're wasting a point right there. 0. 0.5 to is that minus true? 0. 0.5. I thought there's one other tie. Points. I thought there's one Maybe. other tie. I don't know. Either way, you're wasting points. Jim, help me out here. It's just stupid. It's just an easier way to bet. No, and it's not. It, it takes the stress off my shoulders. And Does I it? have higher win percentage doing that than making a parlay. Does it? Because then you're no, it doesn't. You might as well just take like your team minus three and a half instead it's of not, plus three. No, 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 no. See, that's where you're getting it all wrong. You have to put it. No, in, I'm not. You have to put it in a teaser parlay for it to make sense. You can't just tease but a team across points. zero by its own on its own. That's just that's just dumb to do it by no, itself. The entire thing is dumb. No, <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> I like. Some people who understand what we're talking about might think this is a bit. It's not. No. I actually believe this. I'm going against the betting experts because I know better. No, you don't. It's just like Joe Rogan said. Wasting points. I mean, it's just, it's my truth. I would manage the bet that all of the games that you have taken and teased across zero you would have been better off just taking the other side of it. Maybe twice. Maybe more than that. Because there were two times that I did it since I've been in our little group chat that I lost where I should have taken the other side. Yeah, I want to interject here real quick. You've been in that group chat like for two weeks. So (laughs) there's only been done twice. (laughs) And to be fair, the one time he got trashed, I wasn't even involved. <laughs> it was like all Ryan and Jim. Like we were like Jim, Jim and Ryan were were ready to like put it past them. And I was like, no, I need to defend myself. I need to tell them why I do this <laughs> and why it's foolproof. And then I went on and lost two straight. It was it was bad. I think it was one of the first bets you actually posted in the group. And then I was just like, oh, boy, (laughs) teasing across zero. And then you're like, what's that mean? (laughs) And I was like, it's something you should never do. And then you shared articles about it. Yeah, that was me. I I went on like every single betting website. It was like (laughs) tips for beginners. And it was like, number one. Don't tease across zero. He literally went to my favorite like betting app and found an article that said, don't tease across zero. 
He took an article from the Action Network and posted it, and I felt betrayed. I was like, I put my trust in the Action Network. I, I pay money for that, and they betrayed me. I do remember sounds Cody like, saying, logically, like it makes sense. Logically, it makes sense. Yeah, you're wasting points. So if we're talking about speaking truths, okay? So here comes my truth. So I've known Cody for some time now, just with a PodHub network. Um, to, to put it out there, I almost like I wanted to find a way to get him on North Shore 9 because PodHub doesn't exist now. Uh, for all those that are maybe watching and even know what that means. So came about doing this, right? Now, I know nothing about sports betting. I really don't. But I know it's something I should get more into. Um, I know it's something that, I mean, if really, if you're doing a sports show, anything in sports content, you probably should get into this. I mean, this is the future. This is definitely the wave. So here we are doing it. I know, I mean, Tyler's already a degenerate as it is in like anything in life, right? Um, I mean, at least he cleans, but he's a degenerate. Cody's a degenerate. So I'm like, let's get this thing going. You know, Tyler, like we've talked about this even last year a little bit about doing like this bet show. You had your sports bet for like that one week that we posted the graphic for. Didn't really do much with it. So I get these two together. Now, again, I know nothing about sports betting. All I know is code is getting torn up. Jim's Jim is just like tearing him up about betting across zero, like whatever that means. Right. And I'm just like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. But here's the thing. Then Jim, who's not on it, though, at least. But he was the one like making fun of Cody. Jim bets on the NFL like the next day. And he went like 0 for 8 and all, the, all his sports bets. So I'm like the guy who's dissing on this other guy, calling him a dummy, didn't win one sports bet himself. <laughs> and I'm like, this thing's failing before we even get it off the ground. So I'm praying this doesn't. I'm, I'm like, I'm cringing right now of all the stuff that's going on. But yes, we are doing this NS9 bets. It's, it's these guys. I don't know how what a like better way to put it. It's going to be these guys. So here they are. So Donardo, you have to go into it with the Pat McAfee mindset. We know it sucks. We know it's bad, and for some reason, everybody's going to watch it. That's that's the mentality you got to have. I may make an idiot of myself. Tyler may make an idiot of himself, nice. but for some reason. I am not saying that you will. I'm just saying there's a chance. There's like a 0.1% chance that you do. Just don't make me bet on NASCAR. <sighs> yeah, we already did that. And that failed. Uh, <laughs> don't worry, guys. I'll have you guys. I have. I'll cover NASCAR because it'll yeah, be going to be an expert. Donardo already owns all the cars <laughs> in NASCAR. He has stake in each car, and he's going to let us know which car is doing what. And he'll be like, hey, take, take Blanton in the. Coca-Cola 500. Go chime in. I think there is a Blanton. Yeah, there is. That's why I said it. I don't think there's a Blanton. Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? I don't think there's a Blanton. I don't. Who are you talking about? What is this car number? I don't fucking know. I'm looking it up. Well, Cody's a, doing there, that. There, there was a Charlie Blanton, but yeah, there's not he, a Ray Blanton he, right now. I watched he NASCAR died every in 2018 day. at the age of like 85. Why is this? I mean, it, <laughs> I have to laugh to not cry. It's kind of what I have to do right now. He raced in NASCAR in the mid 70s. Yeah. Damn straight, he did. <laughs> 
that's why I was confused. It's at least I was giving you guys real people. Charlie Bland, born December 29th, 1935. Were you thinking of Bubba Wallace? I was thinking Bland, dude. I don't know. Like, Charlie Bland, is that the black guy? What? From, I don't know. There's no like picture. <laughs> Grab my phone. No, he was, was definitely not. It was white as white could be. <laughs> okay. His first image on Google Images says a real deer hunter. Is it an image or is it a sketch? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, Bland just sounded Bland one had zero wins, zero top ten, zero pulls. Bland just sounds NASCAR, man. I'm just telling you. Thank God you're a Chase Elliott guy. Bland is NASCAR. Yeah. All right. To be fair, <laughs> I at least gave you guys some like real relevant NASCAR people. I yeah, no, I I only bet it because we talked about it. I would have never oh, touched I, it. I bet it every week. And do I miss on every one of them? Yep. I usually I don't miss I, on football. I usually I'll, I'll bet the Daytona 500, and then I'm like, yeah, that's it's like that was fun. But I'm done. Cody bets on women's hockey. Yeah, I was doing damn good until China fucked me. That's the only thing. I feel like I'm going to have to not swear as much. I feel like you guys don't swear that much. So I'm going to have to tone it down. Oh, well, no, you're allowed to swear. You're okay. get yeah. We, we keep this, this one a little clean. I feel like the NS9 bets, and this is probably a precursor for everyone listening. I mean, of course, if you're get it, you're betting, you, you need to be an adult anyways. So if you're listening, you have to be 21. Adult. So probably how much your 12 year olds listen to the betting show. <laughs> and if you're 21 and you, you can't stand listening to the F word, I got news for you. You're going to hear it a lot in your life because you're a fucking idiot. So anyways, <laughs> yes. So we have the NS nine bets starting up um, and we just felt like, again, it's a good time to bring it up, introduce the show, get this thing going. Um, but also, we do have this Super Bowl coming up. It's going to be this weekend. Yes. I'm kind of excited for it for other reasons. Jim and I have a certain excitement for it. You two have a certain excitement for it. Our excitements differ, but we have outside, not because of the football game itself, but other, th- other reasons. Uh, we both want to try to make money <laughs> in different ways on it. Um, but yeah, like, I mean, I do love the Super Bowl. It's going to be a really good game. I feel like it's the Rams. It's the Bengals. Sorry, Steeler fans. But they're... They're really good. Like, here's I gotta say something about the Steeler fans. Listen, you want a team from your division in the Super Bowl. No, we don't. That just means you played in a tough division. Don't it's just me. Jim, the logic makes sense. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Your logic's terrible. I mean, yeah, you think that do you, no, you think don't want that any, Tom Brady you, gave a single shit about playing in the worst division in football for 20 years? Not at all. It means it means they were top dog in that division, and it was the best division because the top dog was in it. Oh no, no that's it. not how it works. No, but you, you want to be want... a Jets fan and watch the Patriots beat the shit out of everyone every year? 
why would want to be a Dolphins fan? Why would no, you hold, 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 back on? What would I deserve to get in this thing? Here? The, the ricochet shot there. No, why would you want to be a Steelers fan and see your rivals in the Super Bowl every year? Oh, that's just because it makes it stupid. it makes it sweeter when you beat them. No, no, it doesn't. No, it, doesn't. it makes me angry whenever their stupid <laughs> fans have happiness. To be I fair, know. I just Jim, love football. You say, why would you want to see a rival in there every year? I mean, this is the first time the Bengals have ever been in there. I think in any of our lifetimes. Right, but Cody's saying you want them in there. No, no, you don't. The Bengals were in in the, like the early '90s, so you guys were definitely alive. Not me, though. Yeah, I just had that's a bad I, I just had they to were, flex that I'm the youngest one in this podcast. They were they were not in in the early '90s, by the way. Yeah, they were. I thought it was like '90 or '91. No, it was like '89, I think. Well, still, you guys were probably alive. Right. I don't know. It was, was 1988. Okay, whatever. I was I just one. Wanted to, to admit that he was alive. He was one year old. There you go. Perfect. But no, you don't want that. You don't want the Bengals in. You don't want the Ravens in. You don't want the you don't want the Browns in. You don't want to you don't oh, want to I'd see your rivals. Nobody wants the in Browns the Super Bowl. in. Yeah, nobody, nobody wants, wants the Browns. We don't want to see our rivals in the Super Bowl. That's nope. no. I want them to all lose in the first round if they're even in the playoffs or just not make playoffs at all. Correct. I don't have, I don't find any solace or like, I don't find I just, any hope in, in it's like, Oh, well, you know, at least, at least we played the Super Bowl champions. Like who cares? You're still it's at least we loser. beat them. And that's something the Steelers did not do twice this season is beat the Super Bowl champions. Yep. So I want them to die. Right. So yeah, who cares? You want them to lose. I like Joey B. Um, I do too, but I don't want him to win. He's exciting to watch, but yeah, I don't want him to win. Yeah. So what 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 part of the Super Bowl we want to talk about? Donardo, go ahead. You're about to talk. Oh no, I was gonna say I, I do. I want to see a win. <laughs> so there's that. That's again, the thing. I, so. Just I'm not I'm not the Steeler fan. Again, I don't I enjoy the Steelers. I typically want them to succeed. This year was maybe a little backwards. Um, I felt I felt a little good about myself seeing Steeler fans suffer. If that makes sense. So <laughs> it felt good. Uh, most times, again, most years as a Dolphins fan, I'm not cheering anything in the playoffs. So go Steelers, right? Uh, I don't hate the Steelers, but you know, I, I they gave me some joy this year. But we'll move past that. So Cuddy wants to know what we're going to talk about in the Super Bowl. Um, again, let's let's bring it up. We're talking about NS9 bets. Uh, like what bets do you guys have? Let's make this the show. Like, what are you guys going to talk about? Go ahead, Tyler. So I saw the liner earlier at Rams are favored by four. Yeah. I absolutely hate that line so much. Four is a terrible number. That is the worst freaking number of all time. Tell so us why. I'm just, why is that? Honestly, I'd be more comfortable if this line was at like five or six or one or two. But four is just such a weird number. Yeah. Four, four, four sucks because they can't win by a field goal and you push. And like if they're coming from behind and there's a field goal, like if there's a field goal involved, basically, you're either going to push or get. Fucked. And it's just that's just how. It goes if it's four. It's four and a half. It's even worse. Um, 
four half four and a half is honestly the worst it could be. Four is like I'll take my chance. Four and a half is like this is terrible. Truthfully, I'm just going down to what coach I like more at this point. So I'm just going with Sean McVay. I'm going minus four. I'm gonna hang on and hope that that line pushes down a hair more. Yeah. But I'm jumping all over Sean McVay because at the end of the day, I trust Sean McVay so much more than Zach Taylor. So I'm just yeah. riding that thing out. It, it, Zach Taylor, as a coach, hasn't proved himself yet. I feel like he's been carried by talent. His team has been carried by, by talent. Similarly to early in Tomlin's career, I mean, I'm not going to say he had a certain other player's coaches or certain other coaches' players. I'm not going to say that. I'm not saying that. But he had a lot of talent on that team. And that carried him for a couple years. And then he had to start rebuilding. And did they get back to the Super Bowl eventually? Yes. But they also got embarrassed. Um, I, I've seen a couple things about this game. Uh, getting off the coaches. So there's a couple things that will fare into my pick. One being... The last, I believe it was the last 17 Super Bowls, the team that wore white is 14 and three. That's a very good record. That's something that I, if the record is that one sided, I will put a little bit of faith in it to make my decision. Um, call it stupid. Uh, you teased across yeah. that number again, uh, yeah, you know. It, I was like, I'll- I was like, you, I'll call it stupid. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> you can do that, and that's fine. I, I've i told this to DiNardo in private before. I'm not a stats guy. I am a go-with-your-gut guy. Also why he's not on the like actual North Shore 9 stuff, like Tots yeah. and Pirates, you know? Because this is also why I'm when we want to find out who's going to win the Cubs-Pirates series, and he's going to be like, well, the, you know, the Pirates were white. So it's- Now, here, here's the thing. Here's the... Here's the other side of it here, Tyler. You're leaning Bengals, right? Now I am. I heard you speak. And here's why you might not be. Because there's this guy who created a TV show in the 90s. It's called The Simpsons. Yep. And the Bengals, LA. The Bengals beat LA. Cincinnati beat LA. Yeah. I mean, they get a lot of stuff right. There's that one scene with... Trump like waving to the people in the hotel that happened in real life. A lot of things have corresponded with the Simpsons that I saw that today. And I said, I might have to throw some money on the Bengals money line. Usually it comes down to for me. Rams better coach Rams, better quarterback. I don't care what you say about Matthew Stafford. He's better than Joe Burrow right now. Shut up, Jim. Rams, obviously a better offensive line. Rams, better defense. Yeah, I agree Everybody with that. Everybody is, the Bengals are hot. This line, truthfully, should probably be six or seven. If it's a regular season game, this is six or seven. Maybe five. Honestly, I make a bet for this game. I, I let's Let's move on to some props. So I would make a prop for this game. That well, the I'm going to ask you guys a question before we get into props. So, okay. 
Um, how much do you, I mean, so let's talk about just like how the Bengals have got here. Right. So mm-hmm. let's, especially the Tennessee game in particular, right? Like they, they were kind of blessed in that game by really poor quarterback play down the stretch from Tannehill. Right. Uh, Joe Burrow was sacked nine times in that game for a, 68 yards worth of 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 sacks and that was with you know tennessee defense so i my question to you guys is like are you looking at that and saying okay well tennessee got to joe burrow nine times the rams defense i mean that defensive front is just insane are the Bengals going to be able to overcome what is probably going to be an inevitable you know decent amount of of negative yardage plays because now they're not facing Tannehill, you know they're, this that's a new it's a different guy. Uh, Stafford and Tannehill not even in the same ballpark. What what are your thoughts there? How do you want to start? Yeah, I am because Tannehill is dog shit. Yeah, <laughs> Denardo can attest. Oh yes, correct. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, like that, that, those nine sacks against Tennessee, like that's what I think to me, yeah. looking at that number, that sheer number, that jumps out at me because Cincinnati squeaked by Tennessee. Like they squeaked, they squeaked by, by the Raiders. Right. But like squeaked by Tennessee and Tennessee's quarterback was just gave them that game. Yeah. But that's yeah. the problem. They squeaked by all these teams. The only the only I legitimate don't want to bet and, against Joe Burrow. That's the big thing. Yeah, the only legitimate win that I'll give them is against KC because they had to come back from an eighteen point deficit Patrick in the second Rose half. Like absolute dog shit. And I get that, and I. But Matthew Stafford can can do the same exact thing pretty easily. That's fair. That is very fair. So into into the prop, I so I do from what you guys know because you've seen my bets the past couple weeks. I like to do some big same-game parlays. One that I guarantee, a prop in that seven, in that same-game parlay that I guarantee will be in there is Rams three or more sacks. It's an inexperienced offensive line for Cincinnati. They're tired. They've had to play. Did they play one extra game, or did they both play the same amount of games? I can't remember who's the number one seed. I think it. I think the Rams were the number one seed uh, in the NFC. Maybe, yeah. I think you're correct. I could be wrong because they did lose to the 49ers. No, Green Bay was the number one seed, so they've okay. played the same amount of games. But you have this inexperienced offensive line going into a big game, and they have to play against uh, a, a Super Bowl MVP on defense in Von Miller. You have to play against. Aaron Donald, who is probably the best defensive tackle of our generation, the best defensive tackle we'll, we'll ever see. And then you have the people around them that complement them, like Ganey and Floyd. Um, it's just, it's going to be a bloodbath in the trenches, and the Rams are going to come out the victors in that battle. And that's so that's why I'm going to definitely put that if I do several same game parlays, that's going to be one that's going to be in both is three or more sacks by the Rams because it's inevitable. You can't stop Aaron Donald. He's a man on a mission because he lost the Super Bowl to Brady in one of the worst Super Bowls I've ever watched. 
you got a lot of guys on that team that are like they played through that game and they're like we're back and we're back with a vengeance and i i like taking a team that has been there before it just makes sense to take a team that's been there before um even if they lost and it's it just makes sense no one makes sense to me what's that mcveigh over zach taylor that's all I need to know. That's really. Sean but I will. Is that a better coaching staff? Sean McVay is a better coach. But I will point out. I will point out Sean McVay. I live bet the 49ers. I think it was plus like three and a half. Two, no, it was plus minus two and a half. I've live bet the 49ers minus two and a half after Sean McVay challenged that fourth and one. Because he lost and he lost his timeout. And they had to come back without any timeouts. That's something that I, the the announcers on the broadcast were saying that's the difference between, or maybe it wasn't the announcers, maybe it was somebody else talking about it. But somebody said that was the difference between a coach coaching to win and a coach coaching to not lose. But I still see it as detrimental to try and mount a comeback with no timeouts. And if Sean McVay puts himself in that position in the Super Bowl, it may be unforgivable. I don't care. He's not Zach Taylor. Zach Taylor has been dog shit for most of his career until we got Joe Burrow. And I'll, 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 get, I'll give you that. A lot of games yeah. with Jared Goff, who yeah. Mason Rudolph tied. Yeah, and, I, and I'll give you that. I'm just I'm giving you both sides. We're we're got we're talking out both sides. That's what we're doing here. No, you're just talking me into betting the Bengals because you're betting the Rams. But you said you're gonna bet the Rams. I am, but the more you talk about it, the more I want to bet the Bengals. So you're gonna lose money, and I'm gonna win money instead of us no. both winning money. No, that's not how it usually works. Because you lose money, and then I just take the opposite. I'm going to fade Cody my entire life, and I will be rich. And you will be having me as a sponsor at some point, North Shore and I. <laughs> You're going to be pushing Lisbon. He's going to outgrow us just simply from betting the opposite of Cody. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Whatever women's hockey league he's betting on, <laughs> sure, take the opposite. Hey, if you haven't been betting Olympic women's hockey, you've been missing out. I want to be honest. I didn't know the Olympics were going on. Yeah, it's uh, it's an all right time. <laughs> Very late hours when you're betting. <laughs> Just go to bed, wake up, find out. I did that this morning with a game. That's actually the adult I woke up. Yeah, it's the adult the adult version of betting is just put the bet in, look at it in the morning. Go to bed, wake up, and be like, eh, that was stupid. At that point, when you're betting on women's Olympic hockey, do you really know what you're doing? Yeah. No, you don't. Have you watched seven? Have you watched it? Have you watched the no, USA? Team? Obviously not. I got better shit have you me. watched Japan? Japan is actually like probably the third best team. In the Olympics right now, when you it comes to hockey, do. you know what you're doing. What I'm doing, my bed is on that pillow, or my head is on that pillow, and I am out. 
That's okay. You don't have to watch. We just said that. It's the adult version of betting is just putting your bet in and going to sleep. It's just a vice. There's no yeah, enjoyment. Awesome. There's yeah, there's no enjoyment. It's just ah, either I win or I lose. No, I just don't fit on Olympics women's hockey. I don't have your sleep schedule. Fair. That's true as well. That's now, true. Talk well. to me during NASCAR. I'll, yeah, I'll be. I'll just be. I'll. I'll take whatever name I know. That's why I took Denny and Elliot, Denny Hamlin and Chase Elliot. I just know who they are, and I'm like, oh, Denny. Uh, Denny won the 500 last. Year. I was like, Denny won Daytona last year, so he's got to win the first race this year. Even though that was probably the weirdest race I ever watched. That was awesome. The smallest track I ever seen. Awesome. Let's. We're we're veering off the path that Denardo led us on. We are. Let's get back to the Super Bowl. Novelty bets. We didn't there actually was, find out what they're taking. You're right. We didn't. Donardo and Jim. What are your? Who do you think is going to win the Super Bowl? Um. So again, not the not the betting guy, but I. Am rooting for the Bengals just because I want to see them succeed. They're a fun, good story. But if I were a betting man, I'm putting my money on the Rams. I think the Rams win the game, um, but I do like the Bengals plus four. Thank you, Jim. I was going to change my bet. I respect that play. I still might. I think the uh, like I think this is a game where, you know, if you play it ten times, the Rams win six, the Bengals win four. So I mean, anything really could happen. And uh, I think what you've also seen is Cincinnati's ability to come back in games. So even if they fall fall down a little bit early, you know, and, and you have Bengals plus four, don't get discouraged because they could definitely crawl their way back. Into- they can make it close. If that line stays at four, I might jump angles. I don't know for sure yet. So I, I'm definitely I don't I don't think I'm going to touch the spread. I think I'm going to go straight money oh, lines. I, I think I'm going straight money lines, and then during the game I may bet a live spread, but I'm probably probably not. I I wouldn't. <laughs> Jim's going to get jump all over me for this. <laughs> I'll probably put like you know a few a few units on the Bengals, but then I'll put my heavy bet on Rams money line. So I'll, I'll lose a couple bucks, but I'm still gonna win something. So you're like me buying all the NASCAR, <laughs> right? Well, you, Bingo, you, Donardo, you got it. <laughs> well, you well you wouldn't. Win anything if the Bengals win. listen. I've been do, I've been I've been trying to crunch the numbers. I'm gonna figure out. I'm gonna figure out what I have to bet that if either side wins, I will make a profit no matter what. Whether it's only like five bucks, twenty bucks, I'm gonna crunch the numbers and make sure no matter what, I win. I, I feel don't like think it's possible. <laughs> it's challenging, right? Not impossible. No, it's, it's not possible. Challenging, so, not po- so not impossible. Doesn't work that way. It can, but if you also, make it work. 
but also the numbers. I feel like you're going to spend about three hours worth of time trying to figure out the math to get the number that you're going to get the crunch. And that three hours is going to make you $5. That doesn't now, sound like that's money. D- time well spent. Anthony Donardo, you got to put the work in no matter what, no matter what the prize is. That's a terrible that ROI. <laughs> I mean, three hours for five bucks. What are we, seven? You made five bucks. You didn't lose five bucks. You made five bucks. Making money is the you name of the game. No matter right what amount of it is. But it's also not hour. possible for you to bet on both teams and, and come out a winner on either side. I'm going to figure it out. I, I can not. jump from book to book. It's not, I can, it's not possible. You could bet Rams money line, Bengals plus four. That's possible as well. Wasn't my plan, but that's that's possible. Right, but you wouldn't win. <laughs> that would be absolutely stupid. Yeah, why you wouldn't win? Yeah, you, you could still if the lose Rams won by three. I think the problem here is, what if you lose is I'm I'm addicted. I think the problem is is I'm addicted. Oh, to no, plus, you wouldn't. You I'm addicted to plus both. money bets. Yeah. I'm addicted to plus money bets. That's what that's the problem here. I see that I, I see that Bengals plus two forty, and I'm like, that's good. I did see something. If you would have bet every underdog this year and on a hundred dollar bet, you would be up to like twenty five hundred bucks. Yep. 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 The entire year. You, you all should do. You know what you should underdogs. You know, here's an idea: is during the season, you should do like like a just bet against the Pirates every single game and keep a running total and see what happens. That's just mean. Well, then there definitely won't be a show because I can't tell. Tyler's is- escalating his path to independence right now by doing that. He'll be can't way tell. <laughs> I can't tell if we're both like thinking about the same bit here because there's a guy that did that last year. Well, there was a guy who did it um, like is- 10 years ago, and he actually like he was on ESPN. He was interviewed okay. in Sports Illustrated. He ended up making it was the year the Pirates lost like a hundred and six games or something yeah and he ended up winning a pretty decent amount of money he bet a hundred dollars every game the pirates to lose every single game yeah no, there's a guy that he's a he's an mm stan he he thinks he he's top dog and he's last year he bet every every night he bet against the pirates but he wasn't man enough to bet $100 every game. I'll tell you that much. So you? Yeah, this guy did 100 you know, they, they did an article about him like on, on Sports Illustrated. I remember like it was back when Sports Illustrated was delivered to your house. And yeah. I remember actually reading it in the paper, Sports Illustrated. Was that a yeah, good no, break for you? <laughs> Yes. So the bets you got. My first, my first North Shore nine awkward silence. I love. It. <laughs> Come on, Gary. You know you got to fill in that that dead air. <laughs> so what other what other bets you guys have? So uh, yeah, I'm taking whatever the team total of the Rams is. That's a good bet. I was looking at novelty bets. Um, I'm gonna do yeah. <laughs> I'm going to do my own study for the coin toss. That'll be announced later. 
Um, <laughs> Tails never fails. Well, but it fails about 50% of the time. Don't care. Tails never fails. <laughs> um, the other one Again, I was looking just at. <laughs> the other Gatorade, bet, by the way. Another bet I was looking at was the first touchdown scorer's jersey number to be under 23 and a half. Don't like it. I like it because I assume the Rams are going to score first. They have a lot of players whose numbers are under 23 and a half. Let's start. You have you have Cam Akers, who's 23. You have Cooper Cups, number 10. Odell's number three. The only people you have to worry about is Sony Michelle and Tyler Higby. Tyler Higby's a big baby and isn't going to do anything. Sony Michelle, that's the wild card with the Rams. He doesn't really run the ball anymore. It's all Cam Akers. Yeah, until Cam Akers blows out his Achilles again. Now, or where you get nervous is if the okay. Bengals. I was about to say, if the Bengals get the ball first, you're sweating. Because the only person you can rely on there are two people. It's Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. Everybody else is way over 23 and a half. But that's, so that's a very fair bet. Exactly. So I like under because I like the Rams to score first. So I like under 23 and a half. It's a fun bet. It's a, it's fun to follow. Um, but I also love, like, like I said, I'm going to do my own little study for the coin toss. I'm going to sit here at my desk. And I'm going to flip a coin a hundred times. <laughs> Whichever one <laughs> comes out the most out of those hundred tosses is what I'm going to bet. And let me tell you, if you've never bet the coin toss of the Super Bowl, it's an exhilarating way to start the Super Bowl. I, I tell you, it's you're already sweating before the game starts, and it is phenomenal. What I'm going to do? I'm going to bet tails. I'm going to get really drunk, and that's going to be my night. I've been there. I've been there. I'm just going to wake up on Sunday. Tails never fails. Click. And then I'm drinking beer. I forget who it was, but an NFL player once said, you always bet heads because you always bet on your dick. See, I always go back. That seemed like sound logic to me. I go back to Randy Boss that said to Dante Culpepper, they don't play Madden like us. Tails never fails. It's fair. I think those are two fair arguments. Both sides are both minus. Right. I I figure I think I give both of you about fifty percent weight. Shut up, answers. Anthony. <laughs> what if it's like? But the problem is, what if it's not a coin? What if they use one of the weird like coins that just has oh the logo yeah. on it? I hate it. That's so. That's where I believe heads goes to the home team, tails goes to the away team. I believe that's how it goes. Options on the table. Oh, also going back to picking. Jim's just wearing the dumbest hat right now. He really is. But going back to who's going to win the mad the Madden simulation says that the Bengals are going to have a comeback win. And 
it wasn't accurate last year. It said that Kansas City was going to blow out. Or wait, what was the Super Bowl last year? I don't even remember. Kansas City Buccaneers. Yeah, it said Kansas City was going to blow out the Buccaneers last year. Obviously, that's not what happened. So, take it as you will. I'm just giving you information. I'm feeding it to you. Not telling you who to bet. Just I'll probably I'll, that's the thing with this podcast is I'm probably never going to tell you who to bet. I'm just going to tell you my thought process, and you make your decision from there. And I'm going to tell you why his thought process is stupid. Exactly. And why I don't. I'm not too sure they need you to explain it. Um, like he kind of just does it for you, <laughs> you know. Like you just let him speak. <laughs> his thought process, yeah, th- explains it himself. I mean, we've already found out a couple things here. One, he's going to spend like oh, wait, what time three hours. He's going to spend about three hours trying to make about five bucks. <laughs> we found that out. He's also going to just flip a coin a hundred times to figure out what the resolve of 50-50 I think equation is going to be. What I'm going to have to do, though, it, it can't just be a quarter. I need to find like a large coin. You need like a silver dollar. Yeah. yeah, I need a large coin. Maybe I can find a friend who has a commemorative coin from some Super Bowl. Um, I'm gonna have to. Yeah, I need a bear coin because you, know, you need though, to have the you need to have the dimensions right for this to be I, accurate. I give a lot of respect to Cody this because let's be honest, he's doing way more research on this himself than like many of our aunts and uncles and whoever on Facebook do in like their everyday lives. So, I mean, honestly, like kudos to Cody for like really doing his own research. Really Anyone can tell you it's a 50 50 chance. <laughs> He's finding out himself. He's doing the scientific method. So, kudos to Cody. Yeah, but does the process like really equal the results? We're about to find out. <laughs> I, I, just I mean, found Cody, out you're going to stream it too, right? <laughs> like, we're going to be able to watch this, right? I just found out I lost $40 tonight. We're off to a great start, guys. <laughs> so when does NS9 bets go bankrupt? And we no longer have a show. When do we start? <laughs> it sounds like we started tonight. <laughs> Cody's already down 40. <laughs> it's already it's done it's <laughs> we have no money <laughs> it's gonna be a blast ladies and gentlemen i still got ten dollars in my fan duel though so that's oh he just needed two more hours to figure out figure out how he could have broke even on that bet <laughs> i did i did a ladder play tonight and it did not pay off and I'm surprised my buddy who convinced me to do the ladder play didn't text me and let me know. Do you do uh do you do any horse betting, Cody? No, but I'm looking into it. That's what you need to get into. I Jim, you and I I'm not gonna stay at your house because I don't want any food from your air fryer. But you and fair. I it's fair. are going to go to the Kentucky Derby at some point. And we're just gonna get drunk and watch the horses go. I'm uh I'm always up for for hosting Derby. Always there, Friar. That's the thing. We can't can't be at Jim's. It's gonna be takeout. He can he can uh 
he can rent out a bar or something for us to go to. Or we can just go to the Derby. That'd be fun. Just order some good fellas. But oh, I, you'd, I refuse. You'd have to go. You'd have to go to the yeah. Derby. Yeah. You have to go. You have to. I mean, you don't have to bet there, but like that's an experience to have is to bet on the ponies at the Derby. I, I think it's it's something that everybody should do once before they die. Yeah, I've bet on I've bet on the horses before. Uh, did not did not make money. It's very difficult. I was very intoxicated at uh, what was it? Why am I drawing a blank? It's the only casino I go to when I'm at home. Not the rivers, obviously. The Mountaineer. Mountaineer. Went down there, Mountaineer. They had the ponies racing. Down down the Mountaineer. Down the Mountaineer. Ponies were racing. I already had about five to ten beers. And my brother took me over, and we just started betting ponies. Didn't know anything about them. Didn't do any research. Just started betting ponies. Lost about 50 bucks, at least. At least 50 bucks. When is the uh, Derby this year? Great question. It's always the first Saturday of May, which I believe this year falls on the 7th. Oh, that would be rough for me to do. I couldn't do it so, this year. Technically, yeah, it's no. the, the latest day. I'm I think it's the latest day Mother's it could day. possibly be. It usually it does fall around Mother's Day. Mother's Day is on a Sunday, though. Sorry, mom. Yeah. May seventh is the Derby. May eighth is uh I think that's Mother's Day. Yeah. Or the fifteenth. Who knows? We should definitely do like an NS9 Kentucky Derby. Yeah. Or I something. Know about ponies. I mean Jim's we just there. Gotta, we we gotta got look at their to stay. Gotta, we just gotta find food. Yeah. <laughs> Tyler, you just gotta food look at the straights. Just look at the straights. Or they're, I think that's what they're called. I'll learn. There's about a it. there's a way to there's a way Probably to the read read the tip sheets. Yeah, you you can you can get pretty good at. It. You can also just bet whichever color horse you like the best, and that usually has the same outcome. Yeah. Yeah. See. Yeah. All right. So NS9 bets coming at you um, like a month ish. Yeah. Yep. And it's at. So we're planning on what, like March Madness? I don't remember exactly what they would pick. Yeah, we're doing something with March Madness, right? Donardo kind of. I mean, I, I I agreed to do it, but Donardo was yeah. like, "March Madness is happening," and I'm like, "I don't <laughs> bet college ball." It's At it's one of those things to- where yeah. So the, the selection, so St. Patrick's Day is on the 17th. So I think we said what the 13th was Selection Sunday. Yes. Yeah. Um. So. I believe you guys were going to your first show was going to be. We were going to launch our own tournament. Yeah. We were going to launch a tournament that Monday after the selection mm-hmm. Sunday. Yep. And then talk about it on the first show. Yep. Yep. So for everyone listening the the site's up, it's at NS nine bets. Um, I mean, we'll be tweeting at it. We'll be sharing on North Nine to get the you know the word out and such, but definitely you know right. Go ahead and follow it. Uh, as mentioned, we'll all be doing the bracket. We'll have something to give away as well for you guys to win. So whoever the winner is, we'll take away something pretty nice. Um, I don't think we've decided exactly what it will be, but okay, it'll all be announced at that point in time. 
the first show will be on the 19th. Right, guys? Saturday? I think. You too? <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know. TBD, but probably the 19th. Um, but yeah, so stay tuned. So every week we'll have NS9 bets. We'll still have our NS9 live. Once actual baseball comes back, right? We'll still have Starbucks again. We got NS9 FT. So we have all kinds of content shows this year. Goodness. And I believe we discussed trying to do more watch alongs for like Sunday night baseball. We could all have you, everybody could follow our bets and we'll, like watch the game with us type of deal. Bet alongside yep. of us. Yep. We had the, we did the one game last year. We we're all live, right? Live watching the game and such. And we'll do a little more of that. We'll, again, we can add in some of the code will be on, right? We can talk a little bit about the, the gambling side of it. Um, we'll all be on there or, you know, most of us at least here and there. So a lot more content coming this year. Yeah, that's a cool idea. Comes back. Yeah. I like that idea. <laughs> Jim has no idea what's going on. <laughs> the first time Jim's heard of it and he approves. Yeah, I like it. Yep. Just just pay attention to North Shore Nine and it'll be all be, be tweeted out and we'll be losing a lot of money for everyone. Just bet against us. There really is gonna come a point where just we're gonna be shooting blanks. Yeah, don't worry. There will be enough clips for just probably me insulting Cody and his stupid opinions just for him to win and me lose. It is going to be nice if, like, you know, you've got, you've got either really one of you, either one of you making these claims, and then uh, you, know, you can clip them up after after the game, and just somebody will be just completely, completely off. That'll be that'll oh, be the best part coming. of the show. Don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. You're pretty striped head. And, and like already, I'm seeing the vibe here a little. You know, I mean, Tyler's just Tyler. We know how Tyler is, but like Cody. He says everything with such conviction. I mean, he he believes it wholeheartedly. I I believe every word that comes out of my mouth, and it's going to be so else. terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be Cody's, so bad for him. Cody's like George Costanza, where it's like it's not a lie if you believe it. <laughs> right? Pretty much. <laughs> Cody trusts the numbers. I trust my eyeballs. I didn't even say I, tr- I said I'm not a stats guy. Ah, but you you cross zero, so I'm not a stats but he, guy, but guy, I'm a stats that, guy. But also the white team jerseys white is 14 and three. <laughs> but also, if I flip a quarter a hundred times, <laughs> let me tell you. See, he's, no, he's I got I I really do have to find I really do have to find a commemorative coin now. I'm sure I, I got a friend who lives downstairs that may have a uh, commemorative <laughs> Giants coin from one of the times they beat Brady. What kind of operation are you running there that you have like a friend in the basement? <laughs> That's what I was going to ask. I was like, I'm sure I've got somebody down in my basement. Got- <laughs> the life the life I live in New Jersey. Dead giveaway. Basically. Dead giveaway. <laughs> <laughs> the life I live in New Jersey is the dream. It's basically like any sitcom based in New York City or New, you know, you have your friends that live in the apartment down down the hall, you know? It's like it's like friends or how I met your mother or Seinfeld. It's a good time. Except it's in New Jersey. Except it's in New Jersey. And it smells like a marsh. 
Well, sorry we didn't have more Pirates talk, but there was absolutely <laughs> nothing about baseball talk about this week. So, right. Rejoin yeah, next we, week. We oh, even have the CBA whole, talks or anything. You know what we got to talk about? Mitch Keller throwing 100 miles per hour. Oh, well, right, yeah. With well, a K. Yeah, I, you heard that on the last podcast, right? Yeah. 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 No, when yeah, you good. can also hear about I brought it, it up. Next week. Oh, you want an answer to it? Oh, oh. We just got to talk about it. You got to tune into part two of the four podcasts that's coming on next week. Yeah. Yeah, I had uh, quite a few responses and people asking, like, like, why did the podcast supposed to to stop here? Because I told you about the whole thing. I mean, the title gives away is part one. But at least when you watch the video, right? When you watch us live on Thursday night or, you know, you came on YouTube just to watch the video part of it. Like, you see it fade away. So you understand, like, oh, it's a cliffhanger, right? It's a little tease for part two. But if you listen to the podcast, you can't visually see that. So you just hear the volume kind of just go away. <laughs> Probably should have. I, I, I thought it was the funniest joke in the world. I was I like, know. this is hilarious. I was like, nobody really cares about how hard Mitch Keller's throwing. <laughs> this is the greatest way to end a podcast. <laughs> oh, you I think you, yeah, that is pretty good. I, I uh, thought you were going to throw something in there, like stay tuned for part two. Oh this, no, you know, next week. So you, just, so you just let it go. So you start the podcast next week with about what would you say five minutes of talking about. Mitch Keller throwing 100 miles per hour, maybe 30 seconds. If you want a teaser, I'm sure I'll be press the advanced button about three or four times to get past that, and then we'll continue. I'll continue. Um, it's not too deep. It's not too deep that he talks. Like I guess specifically about Mitch Keller. Um, that I think. I mean, unless you guys recall any differently. I mean, it's been like a whole week. I don't remember. Yeah, it was a week ago. I basically set this up as a bit, and I want you to fade out this episode with me mentioning Mitch Keller throwing 100 miles per hour. That'd be the funniest bit in the world. Oh, Cody, Cody, Cody. You're not going to last too long here, man. I'm all about the bits. It's, it's about the comedy. It's a buffet of bits. But anyway. Love me some bits. <laughs> that's actually a that's uh speaking of the Kentucky Derby, that's like a thing, right? The horses they they chomp on a bit, isn't yeah, a bit. Oh yeah. What the hell are we talking about the Kentucky Derby? You're talking about a salt lick? What are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know. No, <laughs> don't they What's have a bit? bit? No, I don't know what that's that, that the expression comes from chomping at the bit. Eh, I don't know. I'm looking that up right now. Don't call me right. a dummy. Look it up. I've never heard that expression. Oh, I've, I've heard, heard the expression, but I don't think it's from. I've heard of a, a horse, horse racing looking a, a rock. The bit is an important item of a horse tack. What's well, a horse a tack? Watching four people. Just oh, run it usually refers to the assembly hands. of components that con that contacts and controls the horse's mouth. Yeah, so chomping at the bit. See, guys, I'm dropping knowledge here. Well, I don't think it has something to do with horse racing. It's just maybe yeah, horse. It's the harness. It's the whole, it's the, the concoction that goes in the mouth. So, like when, when you're riding a horse. Yeah. Like in a horse race. 
you know what I'm excited for? Recording with Cody at a normal hour. Or I'm it's actually it's like gonna be great, right? Miserable at eleven o'clock at night because the starter wants to. We'll be recording like two hours, two hours before first pitch. We'll be getting drunk talking about bets. Oh, I mean, I haven't not been drunk in. But we get what we last talked about before. <laughs> I'm really glad Saul on air. Anybody else want to watch four people run out of gas on a podcast? Well, I can keep right going. <laughs> I just want to make it known a horse wearing an English brittle with a snaffle bit at the end, which can be seen just sticking out of the mouth. The bit is not the metal ring. Either Jim is like, like deep in a text or he's looking it up. He's trying to prove um, me I'm wrong. Looking. No, I'm not looking anything up. I got an of course email. Not. I was reading my email. I would also like to announce that. The Godfather officially added me on Snapchat. Wow. Shout out to Ryan. I'm a special I got, boy. I just R. got R. it too. Yeah, I just got that too. If we're already talking about Ryan, then the show is definitely dead. So I guess yeah, we should wrap this up. Let's get out of here. So again, for everyone, if you're still listening, which you're not, so for the four of us that are watching this right now, <laughs> our own show, um, go ahead, follow at NS9Bets on Twitter, also on Instagram. That's all we have right now for it. Um, be prepared for the March Madness tournament. Be prepared for the next, the first show coming up, hopefully that Saturday afterwards. Um, but follow along, we'll let you know, and we'll have a good prize. So I guess until then, we'll see y'all later. Bye bye. That works, Scott. See you guys. <laughs>